Welcome to Nerdy 30s. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Christine Singer Luna, and we will be talking about navigating life and how to be our best selves. My goal is to educate myself and others in how to create our own heaven on earth. Join me in this podcast and explore why your 30s is your best decade ever. Thank you for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the show. Now, without further ado, welcome to Nerdy 30s. Welcome, 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 everybody, to our first episode of Nerdy 30s. I would just like to start off by saying thank you. I am incredibly grateful that you decided to press play today and hit the subscribe button because let me tell you, I have a lot to say, and if you know me in the real world, like actually, or just even on social media, or maybe we met one time and you were like, hey, this person's pretty cool, let's connect. So thank you again for following, I appreciate it, and for listening to what I have to say. So this show is all about exploring your 30s, kind of why it's the best decade ever, and today is my birthday, June 14th. It is also a full moon today, the strawberry moon. I was born on a full moon You know, my parents have kept me alive for 30 years. I'm so blessed to make it to 30. And truly, I am just full of gratitude. So thank you for tuning in. For those of you who don't know me and you're just curious, like, why is this girl so hype about turning 30 or whatever? Um, I'm just trying to get it together. Actually, I'm not trying. I'm doing. So a little bit about me. My name is Christine and... I am from the city of Whittier, if you've ever heard about it. It is smack dab in between Disneyland and Hollywood. And this town is a very interesting town. I have to say, it's so magical and quaint while being so close to major cities, right? We're in the middle of Orange County and Los Angeles. And let me tell you something, you can really make the most of your time here or not you know that's up to you whatever you choose but I love this podcast and I love yeah I already love this podcast totally and I just love podcasting in general it's an opportunity to connect with people and kind of just let them like I don't know you're just making new friends right do you ever listen to a podcast and you're like oh I love this person I want to get to know them or oh yeah my friend said this but it's not really your friend it's a podcast host well I want to provide that space for you and whether you are you know well into your life experience or you are just entering your 30s like me or you are like in high school and you're listening to this and you're like why am I listening to this woman because I wish that someone had given me some of this wisdom when I was your age and the truth is people definitely did provide me with this wisdom and it really didn't even occur to me or the buttons didn't click or You know, the the wheels and the machine kind of came together once I learned the lesson, right? I'm very grateful for all of the teachers in my life who, I mean, whether they wanted to or not be a teacher intentionally, they definitely taught me a lot about myself. So kind of wanted to start this podcast off talking about who am I, you know, um, like, I have served on several nonprofit foundation boards. I've served on the board of the Whittier Museum, of the Whittier Public Library, of my family's temple, Beth Shalom of Whittier, um, and so much more. 
And I do that because I want to serve my community. However, sometimes the mission doesn't quite align with my feelings about it. So that being said, I choose to step down. And that's just a life lesson because I've learned that I should only really invest my energy into what serves me. Does that make sense? Like, I can't serve from an empty cup. And if I keep giving and giving and giving and there's no reciprocation, no reciprocity, then why would I want to continue doing that? I don't know. Just a thought. Another thing about what I do is I make podcasts, right? So I decided why not make another podcast that I started. So I've worked on many shows. I did Dr. Odyssey probably in 2015. Um, when I started this podcasting journey, I had a show called Christine Rants, where you just give me a topic and I would just rant about it, which is always fun and interesting. Um, one of my favorite shows that I've ever worked on is called Soul Based Mamas with two dear friends of mine, Mama Jen and or Mama Dre and Bruja Jen. And that's just about two moms who are navigating the world about, you know, incorporating spirituality and, and lessons that they're learning as mothers. I am so not a mom. I'm like, I'm a dog mom. I'm a cat mom. <laughs> um, shout out to Barnaby, Travis, and Catrick. That's my extension of being a parent. I'm a tia. Shout out to Kevin, Adri, Brookie, Rick Dog, and Anthony. Love them. Oh, and Lucy. Little baby Lucy. I'm a daughter. Shout out to my parents, Mark and Maggie. Thank you for keeping me alive for 30 years. And I'm a sister. Shout out to my hermanas. And um, that's Heidi, Megan, and Erica. I'm just telling you my whole family, right? So you know them. Oh, and obviously, I can't forget this other podcast. I love them so much. It's What's Up Whittier, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever worked on. It's given me a great experience and knowledge of just my town, right? So that's that was a really cool experience. And that show really provided me a lot of opportunities working with my town, Whittier. I am a commissioner. I'm actually the chair of the Cultural Arts Commission. And... I am so grateful to be part of that because I, I've grown up doing musical theater in my town. So I don't know if you can tell by how animated I sound. But yeah, I'm a musical theater girly. I did soccer up until I was 12. Then I fell in love with the stage. So, um, you know, that's kind of where my love for performance started. Actually, no, my mom put me in dance class when I was five. And I remember dancing to like the Men in Black song. Um, that was great times. So... What else? What else do I do? What else have I done? You know, I'm just, I've done a lot. I've done a lot for my town. I've done a lot for my family, for my friends, my, in my career, kind of where I've been. It's been all over the place. I've worked for demolition companies. I worked for a chiropractic company. I worked for the cannabis industry for a good nine months, which was a very interesting experience, but I signed an NDA, so can't tell you too much. Um, I worked in accounting. I worked in office administration. I love being a personal assistant because I love supporting other people and helping them achieve their dreams because at the end of the day, my dream is to teach people that they can find their own happiness, you know. A new hobby that I've picked up is golf. I love golfing. So, um, yeah, I dated this guy who's like a golfer and I he tried teaching me and I really thought I hated golfing but no you just 
can't really golf with your significant other. And I say this because I just had an experience with, you know, a partner that like I care about him so very deeply. And I literally was like, yo, I'm going to need you to just shut the fuck up for a second because I cannot hit. And I appreciate all of the great advice that people want to give me. But if it's unsolicited, I will lose my frustration. That being said, if I ask for advice or if you politely say, hey, can I give you advice? I will totally take it. But if someone's like, hey, do this, I'm like, just be quiet. Let me do what I want to do. Let me do my thing. So golf has taught me a lot about like the mindset. You know, you want to be your best caddy. We'll do a whole episode on golfing and all that stuff too. Um, But this episode is mostly just about who I am, why I want you to tune into this podcast. And I don't know, just everybody, if you are lucky enough, to make it this far in life then everybody has an experience everyone has a story and I find that maybe my story can affect somebody maybe my story can teach something hopefully I've endured certain experiences and challenges to educate others to make better decisions for themselves right So we'll talk about a lot of things in this show. We'll talk about golf. We'll talk about addiction. We'll talk about love. We'll talk about being in your power. We'll talk about authenticity. And along the way, I will sprinkle in some great one-on-one interviews with people. And these are people that obviously I admire and I am learning from them. I have learned from them and I can't wait to learn more. These people... You can call them mentors or whatever. Just at the end of the day, they're good people. Also, one really cool experience that I've lived, and I wasn't sure if I was going to share it today, but I'll just share it, is I ran for mayor of my town. I was the youngest candidate to ever run for office in my town. I think I was 26 when I decided I wanted to run for office, and I was 27, I think I announced on my 27th birthday that I was running for office, and I ran for mayor of Whittier in 2019. The election was 2020, March of 2020. What a time. Am I right, people? That being said, I came in third place, which is not that bad. How you know, Out of five people, I got 10% of the vote on my first try. It's about over 2,000 people. So... I'm grateful for the experience, I'm grateful for my supporters, and I'm grateful for the people that truly love this town like I do and believe in, just believe that we deserve better. We deserve, you know, better leaders, you know, leadership is super important. We deserve equity in our communities. We deserve so much. So one thing that I like to do is... Like, I have these fun cards. They're called, um, it's a game. It's called The And, Strangers Edition from The Skin Deep. You guys should sponsor the podcast. You know, this is like just a fun game where I've taken it on dates before and it's very interesting. You get pretty interesting responses. So I'm going to pull a card from the deck and maybe share a little bit about myself to you strangers. Oh, wow. Okay, great. So I just pulled the first one. It says, what are your top three pet peeves? And one of them is unsolicited advice. I think I really don't enjoy 
unsolicited advice because I already know that. <laughs> if someone like were to give me advice, I'm like, I, I already knew that. Like a great example is today, this morning on my birthday, I went to the driving range because I'm so into golfing. And I kept hitting the toe of my driver, right? Like the top par and that made my ball go to the right and it was just so frustrating. So this guy behind me is like, oh, you should not like move your hands back like two inches. You'll be fine. And I'm just, and I was kind of like, like, oh my God, I did not ask you for advice. You know, I was kind of frustrated. But then I was like, Christine, you literally told yourself to not put your hands to the right. So this guy obviously could see that you did that as well and you didn't listen to yourself. Oh, oh my God, there's a wasp in here. Shit. Fun. I'm glad my cat was hopping all around. I got it. Okay. This guy is giving me unsolicited advice and the reality is that I knew that is what I should have done. So that's one pet peeve. Another pet peeve is not putting your grocery cart back, right? That is such a popular thing for people to say, oh, this is the detriment of society is when people don't put their carts back. However, what that tells me is that you are not accountable for yourself, right? It's like if there's a red light and there's, it's like three in the morning and there's a red light, are you going to stop or are you just going to go? I would stop because it's a part of being accountable for yourself. Um, so I guess instead of my pet peeve being that people don't put their carts back at the store after they finish using it, it's more like people do not have accountability for themselves. That being said, I know I am extremely hard on myself. And that is something that I'm doing better on because we're all human and we learn, we grow, and we make mistakes. But as long as you learn and you grow from those mistakes, there should be grace for you to live through that. And who I am today, Christine Singer Luna, is not the same Christine from a year ago, is so not the same Christine from two years ago, and it's so, so not the same Christine from three years ago when I was running for office. I think at the time, I was more motivated by factors around me, right, regarding certain injustices about my town, you know, city workers losing their jobs, losing their insurance, losing their pensions. For what? For a golden handshake or whatever, whatever it's called, like, or so we can hire a we can hire other types of office staff or city staff or, you know, whatever the reasons are. This is not a political podcast. I'm not trying to make it that. So let's, but that's my experience. That's my life experience. So I should be able to share that. And now my last pet peeve, I guess, is I would say, yeah, just, oh, man, I really wish people didn't blame others for their own feelings you know it's all an inside job so if you are mad at somebody or if you feel a certain way about a person that's not you kind of look at yourself how is that person mirroring the decisions that I make on a daily and I don't know I feel like 
whenever I'm upset or if I have maybe back in the day, like it's not so much anymore, mostly because I understand it's an inside job. But if I'm triggered by somebody or something, I take that feeling. I will feel my feelings and I'll look at it from the perspective of why did that affect me the way that it did? Or why... Okay, here's a really great example. So one of the only times that, like, I don't know if I I got fired or if I quit or whatever. One example is I used to work for um, a local city organization. It's not run by the city. However, it was paid through by um, people's taxes or whatever. So... Is, it's like a business association that I worked for in my town. And my experience there was I felt that an office manager was intimidated by me. And it's not because I was trying to take her job. Maybe she thought I was trying to take her job. But I just like doing the best that I can in all of my jobs. So in that career experience, I was able to coordinate the car show, we have this um, annual car show every single year. And I think it was 2018 when I coordinated that um, event. And we had over 10,000 guests. We had hundreds of car clubs and cars that were registered for the event. We had vendors that participated. I woke up at 3 in the morning so I could line up the streets so vendors knew where to go. You know, it was a great moneymaker for local businesses, for local retail shops, all these things. So I put a lot of passion into that event because I just love my town. So um, and I know and I know that this car show is like a traditional experience that people love to go out with their families and see all the cool creative car displays and meet people like from all of Southern California, even Northern California, not just from Whittier, right? Just people from all over. Like maybe a week or two later, um, I wore shorts to the office. And these were not like booty shorts or my ass is hanging out. Absolutely not. It's like, you know at school when you do the dress code, like, you know, dress codes which are so um, like part of the patriarchal society, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like all these Gen Z people are like, You can't do that because it's oppressive, which, hey, I totally understand. Yeah, oppressive. But however, I will use that as my guiding principle for what is and isn't appropriate in the workplace. So that being said, I have seen people like even at the car show, I wore shorts and it wasn't looked down upon because it was a more casual event. But those shorts you could def- were definitely shorter than the ones I were wearing, which were, I would presume, to be business appropriate. So I lined up my fingers against my legs and the, the shorts kind of went past it. Okay, fine. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm stuffing envelopes so no one can see my legs. And then the office manager is like, Christine, you need to go home and change your shorts. And I'm like, hey, um, really? Like, there's technically no dress code. (laughs) Well, okay, now I'm just giving you, like, my sugar-coated version of it. But I was a brat. I'm totally going to admit it and be accountable. I was such a little brat. And I said, oh, really? Okay, let me just finish 
stuffing these envelopes and then I'll go take care of it. Okay, fine. Did I actually do that? Well, I did finish stuffing the envelopes because I just want to make sure things get done because if I didn't do it, who would, right? So I finished my task or whatever and then I wrote out my time card for only an hour and a half of work. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go home. Like, there's no point in me going home, changing, and then coming back to work for another hour and a half. Like, that just does not make sense to me, okay? It just didn't. I gave my time card. She signed off on it. She wrote me a check. She's like, all right, well, you can go. Okay, fine. So I call back and I said, hey, we didn't talk about my schedule for next week. When did you want me to come in? She's like, well, I'm really busy right now. I can't talk to you. Bye. Okay, fine. So then I call the next day. Hey, um, do you want me to come in this week? I, at the time I was having, I was supporting multiple entrepreneurs. So I had a few different part-time gigs as a personal assistant. And they totally knew that because they were only paying me part-time within the budget. And then they're like, no, not necessary, not necessary. And then I guess the next week they had hired somebody else, which is cool, that person awesome so that opportunity led me to have more time and obviously I ran for office because everything is corrupt and blah 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 and uh anyway I had a podcast called issues with Christine where I talked about all these political issues so what I learned from that experience is to kind of take a step back and control my emotions regarding certain scenarios I cannot control someone else's reaction to me. However, what I can't control is my reaction to them. And if my reaction is to be rude, well, when someone's being rude to me, my choice is to react rudely back to them. It most likely will not end in my favor. Regardless of whatever the situation is, the outcome is likely to not be in my favor. And I look back at that scenario, I look back at that work experience, and it was a total projection, right? You know, this person had a lot of baggage, and I can have a lot of compassion for that person because they were dealing with a lot of illness, they were dealing with a lot of bad stuff, and I, I, maybe I even still do internalize it, but it was internalized to be, oh, well, they don't like me for X, Y, Z reason. But the reality is, I did not like myself. I really was a brat, and that was inappropriate of me. So, you know what they say, rejection is God's protection. So, it was a really big eye-opening learning lesson that, Sometimes you could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and there's going to be someone that doesn't like peaches. You know what I mean? Or another one of my favorite things to say is opinions are like eyeballs. Everyone has at least two of them and their opinion is none of my business. So I bet that if I could go back, not to say that I want to go back to that experience or that career, um, heads up, I tried and... I was rejected by those people once again. Yeah, I know, right? And I'm still kind of affected by it. You can tell my voice. However, I know that it wouldn't have worked out. 
I just, I really feel that my knowledge and expertise would be appreciated elsewhere. And the candidate that the organization chose is such a sweetheart. I don't even think she still works for that organization. Um, something, I, yeah, I have no idea why, but I just think that life is full of lessons, which is why I'm making this podcast. And as long as you're able to kind of see through the bullshit and regulate your own emotions, like, she just asked me to go home and change. Like, I could have gone to my friend's boutique and bought pants. Like, it's not a big deal, but I made it a big deal, and it became a big deal, and it threatened my livelihood. It threatened my reputation. It threatened my credibility. So that's these are things to learn about. I, th- I was like 25 at the time, and someone did sit me down and said, Hey, Christine, you know, I wish someone told me this when I was your age. You can only control your emotions. So if someone upsets you, just let it go and be your best self. And that's what I would say to 25-year-old Christine. And not just about that experience, about so many other experiences going forward. Especially when I ran for office, people said some really funny things to me. And now I know that they really are only projections of what they say themselves. And a lot of people were unkind, probably because my ideas, my perspective was threatening to a certain type of status quo. That existed in this town. If you talk to young people who have ever run for office, I can almost guarantee you it's the same type of story where people who have been doing this for a long time, have been in politics, have worked with city management, have, you know, especially because Whittier is such a little big town, like it's such a little town that you know almost everybody here. And it's a little big town that our population is huge. So there are diverse perspectives. However, the same people that go, that are part of different groups, like it's all the same. So there is no diversity in power dynamics. So when you look at leadership, you know that, oh, that's reflective of obviously the people who vote. First of all, can we talk about voter turnout this last primary? Very low, 15%. You just need to look at whoever is in power. And uh, I already said this is not going to become a political podcast. And here I am talking about politics. But my point is that it starts from the top down. And in this podcast, I do also want to talk about leadership. I hope that you've heard something in this and you um, appreciate me being vulnerable and sharing a story from my career, which is a learning lesson for me. I have had so many better moments in my career, let me tell you. That being said, this one interaction really shaped who I am today, and it really shapes who I am in the future because... Like I said, people can take you aside and share certain messages and hope that it resonates with you. However, until you experience those lessons, at least in my experience, 
until you experience some sort of obstacle, it's then when you can apply the knowledge, right? Knowledge is power when applied. Shout out to one of our mentors, Emma Macias, for saying that. That being said, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and you're going to stick around and listen. This is only the first one. It's only going to get better from here. The fact that I'm even recording this and the fact that we're putting it out into the universe onto different radio podcasting platforms is a huge leap for me. Like I said, I have produced many podcasts and it's taken me a couple of years to find my voice again. And what I mean when I say that is I have always been a very happy, confident, energetic, charismatic person. And I'll share a little bit more as this story unravels about these learning lessons. I'm back. I'm back to where I was when I started. I've done so much healing through this pandemic. Now I'm 30 years old and I'm excited for what this next decade will bring and add to my lifetime of experience. So thank you so much for tuning in, for downloading, for listening. Be sure to follow me on social media. You know, I'm interesting. I post about golfing. I like to eat food. Um, I love my friends. I love my family. Um, I love just learning. I'm addicted to TikTok. I love my cats. I love my dog. So thank you again for tuning in. And I look forward to growing in this journey with you. Please live every day as if you're only making great choices for yourself. Let go of what no longer serves you. And only allow the beautiful experiences of life to shape you. With that being said, every single challenge is a learning lesson and it gives you the strength to be able to move forward and be better. Maybe you have certain goals and ambitions. However, you can only reach those goals by growing through them. That being said, thank you for tuning in to the show. Um, I hope you liked it. And send me a DM on Instagram at the singing moon. Thanks for listening to Nerdy Thirties. Follow me on TikTok at Nerdy Thirties. Um, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Really grateful for you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye bye.